the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. JKL Engineering, call them today, 401-351-7600, 401-351-7600 for JKL Engineering. This time of year, the temperature, it's getting chilly, it's getting cold. When are you going to first put on your heat? Call JKL Engineering, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Remember, estimates are free, financing is available for both residential and commercial Hey, face it, whether we like it or not, the heating season is here. Let J.K. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. Energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you're saying no gas, guess what? No problem. Let J.K. Engineering design and install high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL, licensed Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, JKL's reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. JKL, an approved National Grid VPI installer. They're also a Navient certified factory dealer. Call JKL today for system replacement, oil to gas, or for heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering at 401-351-7600. I'll give you that number again, 401-351-7600. JKL, they'll keep you cool in the summertime, warm in the wintertime. Estimates are free, financing is available, and the highest rebates on the market. Call JKL Engineering, 401-351-7600. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Folks, remember Rhode Island's number one garden center, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop in and see them. They've had a great year, and especially now. They're located 3688. Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They have straw, cornstalks, sugar pumpkins. How about some carving pumpkins? Gourds, large and small, uh, fall arrangements and crafts, mums and kale are ready to go. Stop off and see them. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Look for them on Facebook and also prmaterials.shop is their website. It's Debbie and Steve and Junior and Byron, Rhode Island's number one garden center, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Well, folks, obviously it's a big week, huge week ahead, big debate tomorrow night uh, between, well, President Trump and Joe Biden. And you're already seeing that, you know, it's going to be the media is complicit in this. The media, it's going to be one, quote, bombshell after another. And the media is, is this is. Michigan and Pennsylvania seem to be very, very important states. And the number of undecided voters is not a large number. So the good news for the president is no matter what comes out, I think people realize that you're not getting the full truth from the media. Uh, there's a lot of fake news, as people say, but it does. It's true. It surrounds them. And you're going to have more of that. 
the good news for the president is, is that his base, the Trump base, and I also want to say thank you to everyone that came out on Saturday. Saturday was terrific. You know, I've done a lot of different types of rallies. That was that was a very good rally. It was a, it was a good crowd, very enthusiastic crowd, beautiful, perfect weather. It was uh, well put together, and I was very happy that we put that thing together and that's what we call it. Um, thank you to everyone that came out. But it is um, the good news for the president is the Trump base will just go, you know, will go uh, kind of get shifted by this type of stuff. But if you're on that Trump train, you know it's 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 not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When is the next quote bombshell coming? What are you going to do to store that? Um, New York Times, they don't have everything. And they obviously have an agenda, and some of their stuff, the media, of course, embraces it, grabs it. I mean, folks, you can't deny they, they really want it to be true. They don't know if it's true. Uh, at the very least, it speaks volumes of how the tax codes in this country need to be rewritten and redone, and that it's atrocious. So I, I don't know what the real story is. Um, the story about the president of the New York Times has, it's obviously not a flattering one, but um, it, it, it's, tough to, it's tough to tell, you know, what, where the truth is and then where just without question are people with an agenda. They want this man out of office, and they want them to do anything to get him out. And folks, we're also seeing that, that um, look, look at locally, you know, everywhere you go, people uh, were talking about the protesters last week and their violent behavior and their attitudes towards the police and Antifa that was coming to the state and the way they vandalize things and go after things. And you have a group of people that want to, they, listen, you know, all of us want to improve the country. They want to destroy the country. And when they say they hate the country, they believe it. They're not kidding. They hate the country. But uh, I think one of the greatest things uh, about Saturday was just it had such a patriotic feel to it between the flags and the police and law enforcement. You know, that is under attack right now. And we're going to find out in some of these battleground states, whether it's uh, Michigan or Pennsylvania or Wisconsin, hopefully the president was Florida. Ohio could be in jeopardy. You just don't know. This has been a full-fledged, non-stop assault on this president, on our way of life. And it's, it's so, so difficult to get a handle on where things really sit. I want to remind you, if you're thinking of replacing your roof, call r r Roofing today. All work is guaranteed. This is perfect weather. If you want to get your roof done, folks, call Richard Grassi, r and r Roofing. Free estimates, 401-823-1330, 401-823-1330, all types of shingle, flat roofs, free estimate, over 40 years business. Call for a free estimate today, R&R Roofing. You can check out their website, it's R&R Roofing, R-I.com, over 40 years experience, impeccable cleanliness on the job. Fully licensed insurer, job site is waterproof daily. Free estimates, all working guaranteed in the owner Richard Rossi. Who cares? He's always on site. It's R and R roofing. It's time to replace that roof, and now's a good time to do it. Call Richard Sexton. Call R and R roofing today. 401-823-1330. So folks, if you missed Saturday, we do have some videos up on the website at Dimitro.com. Remember Dimitro.com, brought to you by Just Angels. 
gifts from the heart, custom religious items, remembrance, click the link, justangelsonline.com. You can find them at the website, demetrio.com. You can see some of the video from Saturday. You can also see some of the video from Friday night that was out covering the protesters of another anti-police rally. Folks, they are violent, they're vulgar, they're crude. Uh, they threaten, they want to think of that, you know, marching along, and they want to kill the police. They want to kill anyone that gets in their way. It's kind of frightening that, uh, that this is allowed and tolerated. I don't think it should be. And part of the problem, though, is the media downplays the violent image they have. When you have a group of people, 100 people marching along, saying, kill the cops, and then the media doesn't report that. The media is not doing you a favor. The media certainly is not doing justice to exactly what's going on. So that's why, as many of you know, I go, I cover it, and let you hear. You know, you don't you don't dress that way with helmets, clubs, and they carry knives, shields, and you don't you don't dress that way if you plan on being peaceful. They're dressed for a riot, and their plan is at any moment there could be a riot, and you don't march along saying kill the cops, and then have people, politicians, try to protect you. And then have you described, and the same thing, you know, the media is intent on, for the most part, it was a peaceful rally, and I just can't listen to it anymore, just like many of you. So if you go to the website, Demetro.com, folks, we have a lot of it. See the video there. Remember, Demetro.com, works by Ball State Lock, experts in locking systems, building security, residential, commercial, car key security cameras, allstateblock.com. You can call them at 401-349-0042, direct link at the website. Petro.com. So, folks, it truly is the battle of good versus evil. Uh, President Trump, you know, how is Chris Wallace going to be talking? Is this going to be a clear debate? We don't know. All right, a lot more ahead. Busy week on tap, and a lot more ahead right here on the John DePetro Show. You're listening to the John DePetro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11, we go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website depetro.com this portion of the program is brought to you by henry oil reliable affordable fuel oil delivery call them today 401-521-0200 401-521-0200 for henry oil it's not your imagination it is getting colder call henry oil today since 1947 or an island success story you can depend on henry oil 401 401- Five two one zero two hundred. Set up a service contract, budget plans, lock and cap pricing. Henry Oil, serving most of Rhode Island and southeastern Mass. Call them today at four zero one five two one zero two hundred four zero one five two one zero two hundred or online at henryoil.com. Listen, it's going to get colder. You can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today four zero one five two one. 0200. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401 321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www. 
www.innovas.com. Saving, whether it's residential, commercial, seal coating, or patios, J. Perry Paving. They'll always provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Over 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating, patios, general masonry projects. Folks, this is the perfect time to have it done. Call J. Perry Paving today. They offer free estimates for any project. Their work is just fantastic. Look for them online. It's jperrypaving.com or call them 401 401- 732-1730-401-732-1730. Visit their website, jperrypaving.com, and also look for them on Facebook, J. Perry Paving. Find out about the benefits of asphalt, J. Perry Paving, 732-1730. To the John DePietro Show, folks, weekdays, we start at 11, we go till 2, a.m. 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is dipetro.com. Just click listen live right up at the top. Uh, dipetro.com brought to you by Mills Coffee. Check out the website. You can link right through to delicious Mills Coffee. Folks, it's time for our segment, Politics This Week. Joining me, he's the managing editor, OceanStateCurrent.com. It's Justin Katz. And Justin, I want to start off with um, Channel 10 uh, had a debate with House Speaker Nick Mattiello, who is uh, facing a challenger in Barbara Ann Fenton Fung, the wife of uh, Cranston Mayor Alan Fung. It was the first time that a lot of people got to see her, and it was her first debate ever. And let's talk about it a little bit. And initially, uh, at the very outset, I'd like to just hear some of your thoughts on how it went and how she did. Well, firstly, I, I th- it was kind of a strange setup with uh, Speaker Mattiello sort of position behind her. And so every time she tried to speak, she had to turn a bit. So there was, there was a bit of a strange setup there. But I thought it was, other than that, I mean, watching it just as a, a spectator of politics, I thought it was a good uh, example of how how a debate can turn. So I, th- I thought early on, his main point, which he returned to again and again, Speaker Mattiello, was, uh, I can get things done. I'm a powerful person in this in the in the House, and you don't want to give that up. I can bring money back to to your city, and I can stand against the 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 left. Although he's changed his messaging on that quite a bit, um, and that was a pretty I thought pretty strong at the beginning, where she seemed a little bit nervous, as you said, first debate in her opening statement and so on. But as it went on, she she started to go on the attack more and more with the uh, sort of the circle of corruption, which is an image she raised. And I thought that was very effective. You know, when, when everybody in this ring of, of problems is scandal is, is being jammed up with the law, uh, you have to start wondering about the person in the middle. And I thought toward the end, she started to put him on the defensive there and the, the, the advantage started to shift toward her. So at the beginning of a, the, at the beginning of the season, when they'll be campaigning in earnest, I, that was the, the main trend that I spotted in the debate. She, um, I, you know, I think she was nervous. I mean, it was her first, it's your first debate and you're up against the, the Speaker of the House and Mattiello. You know, what's interesting, Justin, is there's so much to go after him on. Um, she, I, by all accounts, I'm going to go on the fact that he's now putting out mailers going on the, the offensive and being negative against her. He never did that with Steve Frias. Um, Steve Frias ran against him twice, 2016, 2018, came close both times, especially in 2016. Um, but never did he go negative on Frias. He's already starting to go negative on, on her. I think if, if you're thinking of, of voting for her and then you watched her 
in that debate, Barbara Ann Fenton Fong, I, I think you feel comfortable that she could handle the job. But, you know, it's also, Justin, he's almost become like, to me, almost like a character. I mean, at, at times, Matty Yellow, it could almost border on, you know, like a Saturday Night Live type of thing. I mean, he had a, think about that, he had a grand jury he was the target of. He insists the Brit, Brit trial that's coming up has nothing to do with him, even though it was about his campaign. And every time she mentions some of his, what about Frank Montanaro? What about Ray Gallison went to federal prison? It starts to become like the greatest hits to me, where like, oh, it, like there's so many scandals to go after him, let alone the fact he's been absent during this entire time of, of the whole COVID uh, pandemic. Right. And, and he had a I thought she had a, a very effective response when he tried to play that off as, oh, we're still very involved at, at the House level. All right. So you've got secret plans was basically yes. what she said. We need to know the plans. That's how it's supposed to work. And I think that's where she started. The tide really started to turn. Uh, and I, th I think what you're talking about gets right to the question of the race. There are really two selling points for for Nicholas Mattiello for that district of Cranston. Uh, one is he's the speaker, which gives him disproportionate authority in the state. So he can, in fact, bring stuff back to them. He's got a lot of extra pull there uh, that a, a representative from a minority party would not have. That's true. Uh, and he's also uh, coming forward with the, he's been pushing the idea that he's a firewall in a relatively conservative district. He's the, he said, he's promising to be the one to stand up against tax increases and so on and so forth. But what's interesting there, he, he has changed his messaging there. It was at the, two years ago, it was the firewall against the progressives. He was very, he was fine with that. In this debate, he shifted that substantially to be on the firewall against bad ideas, which uh, Barbara Ann Fenton Fung started to push back on was, you know, you're, you're not standing up. You, you brought the, uh, the anti the pro-abortion bill to the floor. That's not what a firewall does. And so I think that's the question that's going to be answered in that race. Are the goodies worth uh, dealing with the the smell of corruption around his his the people near him? Uh, you know, you can't just say uh, somebody helping you with your campaign was an outside contractor. You hired that person for a reason. Um, so that is the, is the are the goodies worth the corruption? And is that in the context of if he's fading as protection for, for your beliefs as a, a, a more moderate or conservative person? I think that's, that's going to be a, a, the, the question that's going to be answered in this race. You know, that's an excellent point. And on top of that, <clears throat> that is, has been his speaking uh, talking point against all his people, which is he's the firewall against progressives. I thought she hit back against that very effectively by saying, yeah, but you just named three of them to leadership positions so you're not you're not stopping them now you're elevating them and that's why i think notice he's even changed his talking point to on the firewall against bad ideas whatever that means now i i know we still have a long way to go um it's tough to get a, a feel on it but to me he i've i've covered him you know just like you have for the past more than eight years and i i would have liked to have had her even remind people that he was Gordon Fox as number two. He was the, the majority leader. And then Fox, of course, was drummed out of office. But my point is, I, I to me, he seemed very rattled and unbalanced. And when when your speaker, Nick Mattiello, going into a debate like that, there's so many landmines. I think the format really favored him because I, I more time than she did. And several times, the moderator, who I like and know and respect, Jean Villasanti, 
he would say, go to her and say, okay, but you only got 20, 20 seconds. He, two minutes and threw out a lot of uh, misstatements. Um, but I think you're right about the firewall. What's your final thought on the two of them? They're going to face off again in late October on Channel 12. I wouldn't be surprised if he offers a, a third debate to her just because he's um, – I, I think he knows he's – Well, I think the she definitely left that debate having picked up some good – not only having rattled him, I think, but picked up some yeah. good idea of where to go. So, for example, you know – if he's down to the argument, I'm the speaker, I can get it done and get you goodies. If that's what's left. Um, and meanwhile, he's elevating progressives. She can start asking, well, what are you going to have to buy in order to get those goodies? How much of Rhode Island are you going to have to sell out? How many progressives are you going to have to uh, give what they want in order to get us our car tax or this or that? So she, he, he's really in a, he was in a difficult position given all of the corruption around him. Uh, I think he's in a more difficult position now. And, and it, it's kind of, I'm not sure what he would hope to gain by more um, debates unless he's going to start, as you as you suggested, start going going negative and trying to drag her down. Yeah, and one final thought that I think is a good sign for, I'll say, democracy and not good for him is immediately after that debate, um, he, he, he mentioned two things in the debate that then the media pushed back on. One is he said, oh, the, the grand jury's closed. That didn't go anywhere and it's over in a way. And and everyone said, no, we don't know that. Bob. No one has said that. So he's saying something that fundamentally uh, could have been pushed back a little bit more. How do you know that? Did someone tell you that uh, his top aides were subpoenaed? And number two, he also said, well, Blake Filippi wouldn't sign off on he he wouldn't sign off on the audit. And then Filippi, uh, the, the minority leader, released a statement the next day saying that that wasn't true. So I at least like because. There was another instant you go back several years ago. <clears throat> Actually, it was it was over the Shauna Lawton thing where Matty Yellow and debate with Steve Pryor on Channel 12 said, I, I had no knowledge of that. I didn't know anything about it and all this. They didn't know anything about it. He said that in the debate, my team, I check with everyone. No one knew anything about it. And then, you know, the trial for that starts uh, next Monday. Um, folks, we're going to take a quick break. A lot more politics this week with Justin Katz on The John DePietro Show. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers who won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time full-time, maybe weekend work, you need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession. MEGA Professionals, call them today, 508 508- 336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? 
contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401-272-3340. Did someone damage your vehicle, whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle? West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident... First thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. We're speaking with Justin Katz, managing editor, OceanStateCurrent.com. Our segment is Politics This Week. Justin, I'd like to get your reaction to, um, on Saturday I was there. And uh, full disclosure, I was part of it. I was asked to be the MC. I gladly did that. And, um, you know, I've done a number of different rallies. Uh, a lot of people, myself included, I thought uh, there could have been a better location selected just because a lot of people are fearful of Providence. But that was quite a statement that there was on Saturday morning. Uh, there were, I'd say, over 600, somewhere between 600, 700 Trump supporters at the Rhode Island State House, and uh, very, very, I thought, very, very impressive. Well, I, I think again, the the contrast is what stands out to me. I mean, you've got a, a rally on a, a nice Saturday morning, flags, you know, patriotic, uh, supporting police. That's and it, it feels yeah. like a you know parade or a political rally is is supposed to feel like, and you contrast that with. Um, with the riots and the disruption and trying to block highways and uh, attacking journalists from the left. That's the contrast that's been set up. And we, we started to see that on Saturday in one event where some of the, the leftist agitators came to sort of disrupt uh, the, the Trump rally. And I think the image that emerges from it is when you see which way the police are facing. And I think that's that's kind of the the narrative that I think people need to start thinking through. Which Good way? Point. Who are the police protecting, and who are they protecting them from? I, I and I, I also noticed there were progressive journalists, local progressive journalists, covering the Trump rally. And unless I missed the, their coverage, none of them uh, were attacked or or threatened or drawn driven <laughs> off the property. No, God, no. No, nothing like that. You know, that's that's an excellent point. It was also interesting that several years ago. March of 2017, they had a march for Trump in March at the State House, and the other side uh, that came, led by Aaron Ruggenberg, and they had a band, and they basically blasted out. You couldn't hear anything. 
They were right there on the right side. There were a lot of them. They were screaming the whole time. They were banging things. Total disruption. You couldn't hear any of the speakers at the Trump rally. But times have changed. And this time along, when this anti-police Black Lives Matter Antifa group showed up, and they had the signs, and they have all the garb and the shields, and they have bicycle helmets and goggles and uh, umbrellas and everything else. But this time around, because of the climate, the police told them they wouldn't let them in because they'd be basically instigating a riot. And what was also, I think, um, worth noting was before the police even got there to stop them, there were civilians there. And what I understand, it was a lot of women and even back the blue people. They were the ones telling them, you're not coming in here. And, and then they ended up, they, they went away. Um, and it was peaceful. And that's a very good point. The police felt comfortable turning their back, having their back to the, the Trump people. They certainly would not. Um, and that was, from what I understand, it was Providence police. And what was also not reported was the, 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 the uh, left-wing embedded journalist of the protesters he was there. He never got his camera and went to film them in any way. Uh, he just kept it focused on all the speakers and then wanted to shoot it that way. But they then went skunk away. I heard that the language that we used that the police were ferocious. Of course, none of that was reported by the media. The media mentioned they showed up, but they always leave out the language. And Justin Katz, I, I think, you know, and I, I talked to some members of the police that were there. I talked to some people that were there. You know, they, these are people that are threatening the police. They're saying vulgarities at the police. Uh, you know, all this other type of stuff. And none of that gets reported. And let's dovetable into, my God, the, the, the media was all upset because a protester kicked a camera Friday night that was uh, following the march. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that one starts to get to be a little hard to take. I mean, how dare they? Well, where have you been? I mean, this is, especially with, with you out there, They, I mean, they've been driving you off the property, out of public parks, trying to blind yes. you with a laser. Uh, you know, it blocking your coverage of, of events and that's no that's that's crickets no no noise about that but one of one of the approved members of the local news media gets a camera kicked and and that's that's an atrocity and it, what makes me wonder is when they'll realize that they can't play footsie with this dragon you'll never be radical enough for them you'll never favor them enough uh, i thought it was interesting um her name shannon hedgie i don't know if i'm getting that right the last name but she's from channel yeah yeah uh, wpri on 12 she tweeted well out, outrage and disgust at the attack on the channel six camera um saying we were supposed to be neutral that's our job and it was a very interesting contrast there were really two waves of responses to her one of them the first was sort of the antifa wave which was being neutral means not being neutral because the people we oppose are so bad and, and and the left wing is so good. You have to support us because that's the right thing to do. And then the next wave was, you're already not neutral. You're already favoring the opposition. And I think that's that's really the, the lesson here for the news media. At some point, you're going to have to choose if you're if you're an approved journalist for them or you're a disapproved journalist and you're going to try to do a job that's what uh, had you said, just trying to be more neutral and tell people what's actually happening. Uh, and I, th I thought about it as well. I noticed in some of your other, other coverage of, of Black Lives Matter movement, the leader, um, I forget his name, but bro brother, uh, whatever, brother Gary, brother Gary. Uh, he said he would only talk to you if you raised your fist uh, first. Oh, that was a, that was actually another. Okay, but I, yes, that was outside the police station. Yeah, but I, and I, 
I couldn't help but wonder how many of these mainstream journalists are perfectly happy to raise that fist. They won't report it, but they'll do it just for the benefit of those uh, those activists in order to get the coverage and to be treated well. So it's almost as if the contract has been has been broken here and we'll we'll see where it goes. I mean, the whole thing is is very educational um, and starts to tell you where people stand in all this stuff. And I I think the news media is big into that. I mean, we we discussed, I think, a couple of weeks ago. the, I think the anchor for Channel 10, another one, Lindsay Lataluka, she had tweeted out that there, there is no opinion in social justice. It's all just human decency. Uh, so there's, there's a real contrast, a real, a real disconnect between sort of the legend of journalists and what they're actually doing and, and proving by their actions. And I, I, for goodness, I think unless they're willing to go full radical, we're going we're gonna to see them having to make that decision if they're going to continue to cover these rallies as, quote, mostly peaceful and, or, or actually start standing on the side of people. I'm sort of like the police did. I was, I was kind of, you know, you, you see, you, it's a little surprising in, you know, deep blue Rhode Island, but um, our, the police in our area, the state police stopped the, the Breonna uh, Taylor protesters from walking onto the highway. And, and I think they even pepper sprayed them. So that's a that's in contrast to other areas where the, the protesters pretty much get the run of the, the land. So it appears that law enforcement in Rhode Island has caught on. Uh, so, so the next question is when uh, the journalists will. You know, that's an excellent point. A uh, couple of things about that. They, um, I was there Wednesday night outside the Providence Public Safety Complex, and they told me, you know, unless you raise your fist, you know, in support, we're not going to do it. And then they, they did tell me I was the only one not to do it. And they did several interviews that night. So that's revealing. Number two, Friday is when they put out a press release. They mentioned me by name, name several times. They attack me, identify me as the target, the next target. I posted it on my Facebook page. No one mentions that in the media. Number three, they were all upset because one of the protesters kicked a Channel 6 camera, not the cameraman, camera on the ground. Justin, you know, to put this in perspective, they're marching around as they have all summer. They're talking about killing police, killing police. Kat Kerwin was at the place um, Fortnite where it says kill the cop in your mind, all this other stuff. And and they number one, the media doesn't report it. Number two, let's just put this in perspective. They were all upset because one of them kicked a camera. And yet they you know, you, you, you the police who are protecting them, they talk about killing them. I also thought it was interesting on um, when they did go onto the highway and part of the highway that um, there was their moment where it was just them and like one or two police officers. If they wanted to, they could have gotten really aggressive with the police if they really wanted to, you know, fight them, have a showdown. That was the moment. There's speeding cars going by. It's like in a movie where that's there's more of them than the police. And one of the um, the the liberal blog reporter who's progressive was in with them put out in his report that uh, two cameramen uh, said that if they went onto the highway, they would lose their jobs. Now, that tells me two things. They were inviting the cameraman to come up here, come fill me up here on the highway. And then so they're inviting them to do it. And then the cameraman said, I can't or I'm going to lose my job. Now, I mean, I think that should have been reported that they were telling the, the, the cameraman. I think it was from Channel 12. Come film us on the highway. They didn't do that. But again, I, I just don't, you and I have talked about this. I've been following it all summer. There's been this narrative. They leave out so much information about it. They interview them and they don't put their 
police records or ask them about different things. It's always like fluff. And then, you know, it's it's kind of what the police have been observing, that we've been observing. Uh, and then they're aghast and shocked when, you know, suddenly the camera gets kicked that was was on the ground, by the way, but was still um, kicked. Folks, another quick break. And then we're back with Justin Katz, Politics This Week, right here on The John DePietro Show. You want to stay as healthy as you possibly can. And one of the ways you can do that is if you stop in and see my friend Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585, 305-3585. Stop in at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. I'll bet you've driven past that old church many different times. Now is your chance to stop in. And what are you going to find? Well, Marie is so incredible. It's my health. It helps you with your health, your family's health. Vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like a kai berry, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. And it's my health. At 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, you're going to find over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. And folks, Marie is so knowledgeable. These are all natural ingredients you want to put when you're uh, put involved as ingredients when you're cooking and it's so healthy for you and your family. Plus hemp and CBD products for oral and topical use. They have vitamins for children. They're going to keep you healthy. It's my health. Stop it and see Marie. Pop by 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585. What an incredible store, incredible selection. She is so knowledgeable. Just pop in, swing in. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. We're speaking with Justin Katz, managing editor, OceanStateCurrent.com. Folks, our segment is Politics This Week. Justin, um, well, the Supreme Court, President Trump has his nominee, ACB, Amy Coney Barrett. However, locally, led by ultra-progressive Aaron Rugenberg, he is still demanding and screaming that White House and Reid are not doing enough. And yesterday started mapping out exactly the strategy that Sheldon White House should be doing to prevent any type of discussion or debate on this nomination. Well, yeah, the conservative, I mean, the progressives have been, you know, in Rhode Island, especially feeling, feeling on a, feeling a surge. And this is a big issue for them. There's, there's a, a real chance that substantively the court might change uh, from uh, being kind of a, an activist for radical causes to impose it to upholding the law as it's written. I mean, that's a, a shift that is actually feasible with the, with the trade of uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg for Amy Coney Barrett. And I, so they're, they're rightly concerned and they're feeling, I mean, for their side, and they're, they're feeling, they're feeling strong right now. And I, I think that's, that's really what it, what it comes down to. And so all they can do in Rhode Island uh, is pressure the, the lo- their local state Senate, senators who are already largely on their side to, to one extent or another, uh, pressuring them to, to be more radical. Uh, and so I, I think that, that could in the long run uh, create some challenges for our congressional delegation, but maybe not. I mean, if you look at the, David Cicilline, the congressman has been, been somewhat of a, the, the most prominent of the four, you could say, our four congressional delegates. And in response to the passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, all of them you know, lauded her and her, her achievements. 
he went went into extensive detail, um, you know, attacking Republicans and and talking about the threat. It was always always on the progressive attack with David Cicilline. So I think that's probably more leading edge than outlier with with the four of them. He'll probably they'll probably start to move in that direction. Although on the other hand, it, if it, it it Republicans in the Senate have have already gain the support of some of the some of the question marks in their own ranks, like notably Mitt Romney, uh, for for confirming a justice before the election. So it, we'll we'll have to wait and see how much Reed and White House want to how many chips they want to play on something that looks like a dead end uh, effort. Yes, and you know what you know what else, Justin. As much as people complain, and for good reason, that there's no uh, real representation of Washington. Uh, I mean, we have you know four Democrats there. I think, you know, what is it going to say that the progressives look at Reed and White House like you're, you're not representing our interest? Um, now, Reed, Senator Reed is up for re-election November. There's no reason to believe that I see that he's not going to be re-elected. And there was token opposition to Langevin. But I just wonder, down the line, Senator White House, um, if, if someone, they're going to start to feel from some heat from, from the left side, because uh, those are two senators that... By and large, unless something changes dramatically in the next six weeks, uh, Senator Reid, they get reelected very comfortably. Same thing with Senator Whitehouse, who did have opposition with Bob Flanders. But but I, I think it's just it's kind of a, a different dynamic that you have you have many people that don't feel they're being represented in Washington. The progressives don't feel that the Reid and Whitehouse are representing them accurately or effectively. And then you because, you know, there you have Markey in in, uh, in Massachusetts you know, who's far more along the lines of AOC and, and very, very progressive, the most progressive. And then you have, um, you know, people in the middle, um, uh, Republicans mainly, that don't feel they have any representation well, I, I, in Washington. Because yeah, no, I think, that's, right I think that's accurate. And I, I think, you know, you, I disagree with their beliefs, but the progressives have a point that they're not being represented. Although White House spent you know, much of his last term as one of the more radicals, and he was prominent in going after uh, Chief Ju uh, Justice Kavanaugh, or now Justice Kavanaugh, uh, in those hearings. So uh, he has been between the two more progressive. So it'd be it'll be interesting to see what happens if if the radicals again up the game because you're you're never radical enough to satisfy them. Um, and meanwhile, you know, it's it's coming to a point where others are going to have to start making. A decision, Reed uh, as a as a politician, but but just the rank and file Democrats and people who vote that way uh, habitually are going to have to start making a decision of is this changing? Are these radicals really bringing about uh, Democrat candidates that reflect my views? And I think a lot of them are concluding that they're not. But the question is, can the radicals get enough of what they want before? almost before it's too late uh, for the for the a moderate wave to come back and put them in their place. You know, um, folks, uh, but, but again, we're sweet with Justin Katz, managing editor at OceanStateCart.com, a segment of politics this week. Justin, finally, um, the, Ch the Providence Journal has uh, a story about some different races to watch. Something that's just jumped, kind of jumped out at me was the reporter was doing the North Kings, the uh, Senate state senate race which features uh, republican dorian costa the progressive candidate whose name escapes me and I, I i gotta admit i didn't realize there was even a third candidate in the race uh, matt mannix who is the narragansett town council president i didn't realize he's running as an independent that certainly makes it much more much 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 more difficult 
if not impossible for Costa, but something that, and then some of the other races are, are mentioned there, but something that jumps out at me is the reporter mentions how Costa is going around and a lot of people are concerned about the defunding and the police and the protesters. But then he never even asked the progressive candidate, what is their position on that? And, and how does that, you know, kind of map out? But I, I think that is a race to watch. I think, um, I don't know if it's by design, but the Republicans trying to make gains in the state Senate, if, if they can make that happen, that's a really wise move because there's less people in the Senate. So if you get, you know, four people elected in the Senate from Republicans, that that has a huge shift and change than uh, the amount of people that are in the House. Right. And, and it's important, too, because you start to be able to affect uh, things like who, who votes for the presidency. Also, in that article, um, it was disclosed that Doreen Costa did meet or have a conversation with Senate President Ruggiero. Um, it doesn't seem like anything came out of that conversation, but but it's interesting that it, it took place. There is, there it it does come not in a good yeah. way either. Uh, that's a lot of backlash on that. What are you talking about? Well, for? there's nothing good about that. Yeah, that, yeah there, I guess that can go both ways. But the but it does show the there is an opening on the right to start to make a case. You know, for, so Ruggiero until very recently was a a considered a pro life Democrat. Uh, now he was along with House Speaker Mattiello brought an anti uh, a, a pro abortion bill to the to fruition in the, the General Assembly. So they they are being pulled to the left, and there are gains to be made uh, for Republicans and other conservatives if they can start to persuade people that their values aren't being represented in General Assembly. But of course, as as you noted, the, in typical fashion, you know, you've got the conservative Trump voting independent splitting the vote in that in that race in particular and I think that yes. that points to one of the, the bigger problems it's to, progressives have pretty a pretty wide open lane in that they've they've got the left they've got the radicals but they also can just pick pretty easily pick up the people who just voting Democrat is what they do they, they're th- still thinking back I mean even Mattiello in the debate said I'm a JFK Democrat well they're there a lot fewer and fewer of those are in the general assembly uh, at some point voters have to start adjusting uh the their the way they vote and so i, I but in, in typical fashion uh, the the right has a, a way of getting in its way um and i think that's a function of having so little there, there's so little barriers between deciding you might run and actually running um because there's no there's no institution on the on the Republican side, there no, there's no line to get in. It's just you can you can practically run for you. Well, you can you can literally run for U.S. Senate with no opposition from the uh, any other Republican in Rhode Island because it's just so the field is just so bereft of composition. Folks, he is the managing editor of OceanStateCurrent.com. Justin Katz, Justin, great job. Uh, stay safe. And Always we'll a pleasure, John. Johnson Propane. Folks, stop in and see Phil Johnson. You can call him at 621-8129, located 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. Now, right in front of Stop and Shop next to Wendy's, they're open seven days a week for all your propane needs. It's Johnson Propane. Propane tanks filled, plus they have tanks and supplies. Here's the thing with Johnson Propane. 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. They'll refill your Blue Rhino tank. Now, most of the time, if you bring it somewhere, they swap it out and they charge you 22 bucks. Not with Johnson Propane. Phil will refill that Blue Rhino tank for just $15. They're open seven days a week, 
right next door to Wendy's, credit cards accepted, nine to seven each day, stop in and see Phil, and he never runs out. He's always backed up. Since 1971, you can depend. Johnson Propane. Bring in your propane tanks. Call them 621-8129. Better yet, stop in and see them. 904 Manton Avenue of Providence. Right in front of the stop and shop. The guy is a legend. And right next door to Wendy's, it's Johnson Propane. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www. The fall is a great time to have some work done on your lawn. Call Lawn Doctor today. Give them a call. Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. Remember, this time of year, well, late summer, early fall, warm days, cool nights, get the fertilization going. And also, you want to make sure you stay up on weed control. Watering is a perfect time this year. The water remains nice and dry. Remember, moisture, very important for your lawn. And less watering is better. And mowing, you don't have to mow as often. And on top of that, you want to make sure right now, the fall, this can be a perfect time for your lawn. Get it back in order. Listen, it was a dry summer. Call Lawn Doctor today, 401-392-1025. Get a quick, easy quote, 401-392-1025. Or remember, they have a great website. It's LawnDoctor.com. LawnDoctor.com. Give them a call. Quick, easy quote, 401 401- Three nine two ten twenty five. You're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays eleven to two, right here, AM thirteen eighty ninety nine point nine FM. Remember, you can always listen online. Visit the website depietro.com. No eyes. D e p e t r o dot com. Folks, by the way, once you're there. I hear so much uh, feedback from people. Thank you. If you want to see some of the videos we've done where we go and cover the protests with uh, Facebook Live, all those videos are posted right there on the website, topetro.com. If you want to get in touch with me, log on to the website. You just click on Contact John, and it's uh, up to date, and it's going to remain that way. I mean, here we are in the home stretch, leading towards the election. All my links to social media and uh, all the exclusive stories, you can see it right there. Just log on 24-7, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, Petro.com. And as always, you can always listen live right there at the website. This portion of the John DePetro Show is brought to you by a Kyberry antioxidant. Folks, nothing more important than making sure your body has all the nutrients that it needs to stay nice and healthy. You need a Kyberry. Let me spell it for you. A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I. A Kyberry. Now, all you do is you buy the bottle. It's delicious. And what is it filled with? Antioxidants. Virus-fighting. Incredible antivirus antioxidant properties tremendous power for your body now you can find them check out their website akai berry a c 
A-I-B-E-R-R-I.com. It is incredible. You're talking about fruit juices that add so much value. It's an antioxidant, which means it gives your body the healthy ingredients that it needs to stay healthy and remain healthy. Now, it's available at Dave's in East Greenwich. You can also get it at Benda Ravioli. Also, it's sold at It's My Health in Cumberland. Find them online, akaiberry.com, or also the main offices, 50 King Street in Johnston. Now, I've been drinking it every day. It is incredible. It gives you energy, and more important, this is an antioxidant, a Kai Berry that fights off viruses. A Kai Berry, you can call them at 401-497-0740. Look for it at the places I mentioned and also online, acaiberry.com, a Kai Berry. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, located 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Stop in and see Ron and Melissa. First of all, how about free coffee for police and military? Ron's Pastry Gourmet, you're going to find incredible selection. Now, they are right off of Silver Spring Street, right near the Cellos, and then next to AAA in Providence. Look for them on Facebook, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. But you can find them, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right near Branch Avenue, but right around the corner from Cellos and inside, well, sausage and peppers, eggplant, all delicious calzones, meatball calzones, Philly cheesesteak calzones, pepperoni and cheese calzones, pizza strips, and then the most delicious cannolis, brownies, delicious cakes. They'll make a special cake for you. And also the Trump chocolate-covered donuts, Trump soda, and also Trump cupcakes. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, the number one bakery in Rhode Island. Stop it and see them. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Look for them on Facebook. They're right around the corner from Cellos, right off of Silver Spring Street and right near Branch Avenue. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Ron and Melissa, they're right near the AAA location in Providence. Stop in and see them. You're going to love it. Get some of those Trump chocolate to cover donuts. And they salute our police and military. Ron's Pastry Gourmet.